The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. All right, it looks like we have everyone here. So we'll get started at 6.05. These committee meetings can be a little bit more informal uh, since it's such a small group. Um, we'll do a brief roll call where you can state your name and where you're attending the meeting from, um, just kind of around the mm -hmm. Zoom screen. We can start with Zachariah. Yeah, Zachariah. Um... I guess I'm the chair of the main commission. Um, he, him, I'm calling from Ann Arbor. AJ? Uh, AJ, and I'm calling from Ann Arbor. Thank you. Hi, Richard, calling from Ann Arbor. Okay, great. And then since this meeting isn't televised, only um, folks who have called in or are attending the Zoom meeting right now have access to speak during the public hearing. So if anyone who is um, attending this meeting would like to, oh, well, first we'll approve the agenda. Um, we can just do it. Uh, is there any objection or amendment to the agenda? Just the one item. Okay, then we can move on. Um, if there is anyone here who would like to address uh, this committee for three minutes, you can use the raise hand feature now. Okay, neither of the Zoom attendees have raised their hand, so we can close public hearing or um, public comment and move on to business. I'll kind of turn that over to you guys um, or to you all. Um, so you can, I have some notes, but you can get started first. Cool. Thanks, Kristen. Um, I know we all expressed interest in having some kind of town hall. I think some good things maybe to hammer out would be, um, what the goals of the town hall you know, might be if we're, if we're gonna have one or multiple that's another question mm -hmm. um are we just wanting to hear from tenants do we want to also educate tenants about their rights it's very clear that there's a big issue of in the city of tenants not knowing their rights um and i recently had an experience where a tenant had money taken from them um uh, for a waitlist deposit fee and it was supposed to be refundable and it wasn't returned to them and they didn't know their rights to, in order to get up to get that back but you know we ended up walking through that together but um you know that really showed me that a lot of people just don't know their rights so um do y'all think we should start there about like what what the goal should be of the town hall i agree i think that's a good idea and um to the extent that we can keep that you know fairly focused then we can start to talk about what some of the uh, other desirable elements of the town hall would be 
Yeah, most definitely. And uh, another thing I, I'd like to talk about, um, maybe after we can talk about the goals, is the other similar events that are happening throughout the city. Because I am aware of two other similar events to like tenants town halls that are coming up, uh, hosted by different groups. And that will kind of maybe segue into a conversation about um, partners in, in planning this, if we want to do it with like different housing groups or if we just want to do it as a renter's commission. Yeah. Well, does it, do you all have any thoughts about um, the goals of, of the town hall? Um, I, was, I was thinking that, uh, I don't know if it has to be the specific goal, but it should certainly be one of the one of our objectives throughout the session would be kind of to establish uh, this commission's dedication to transparency and to openness and to honesty. And you know, since it's a new commission, we should use it as an opportunity to try to establish ourselves uh, so that going forward, at least, we might be viewed by the, the tenant community as, as a positive organization. one that's gonna provide some benefit <laughs> because I yeah. suspect they're probably going to be given uh, the political nature of this subject of rent. Uh, there's probably gonna be a lot of um, potential naysayers in terms of what we can possibly do or will do or be able to do. And so at least to, to get ourselves positioned because obviously right now, no one knows who we are or what we're about. Did you have any thoughts on that, Richa? Yeah, I've just been thinking about, uh, maybe this is more from a structure standpoint, but like this would be different from a regular renters commission meeting in that typically there's a separation between the attendees and the panelists where the attendees have like separate public comment time and then we have our meetings, but there's less interaction. So from, like a structured standpoint, which we would come to later, uh, we would probably talk about how it can be more of a conversation rather than first we listen and then others listen to us and a dynamic. Uh, but I do feel like it should be uh, separate from a regular renters commission meeting where attendees, you know, have it. And that could be in different ways. Maybe you want to hear from a larger group of attendees or a larger number of tenants through this town hall exercise than we could typically reach through a regular renters commission meeting, which is a small number. Uh, so yeah, as an objective, maybe we wanna hear from more tenants, but also uh, I think a renters commission goal is to also bring in different diverse perspectives. So as much as possible, uh, maybe our questions can be broad. And if we could think of these, essential questions that could be answered and interpreted very differently by different groups. For example, we know with Right to Renew that there are so many perspectives on it. And that's just specific law. And with that as an example, we're seeing that, you know, Section 8 housing or like M housing, like some of these things don't apply to different types. So if there are broad questions that can be answered by various kinds, like groups of tenants, that would be nice to also achieve. So just keeping it, making it appealing to uh, various tenants groups is something that I think would be nice. Yeah, 
Zach, I had mentioned to Kristen uh, before you came on, I was, I, was, I was out trying to look for uh, what some best practices in town hall meetings could potentially be. I came across one document, don't know how helpful it'd be, but it may serve as kind of uh, some things to spark some thoughts that, that might be somewhat controversial, but I found a, uh, a document that was actually uh, produced by the um, Paul Simon Public Policy Institute, which is at the Southern Illinois University. And, and I think it's about three years ago, I, I sent Kristen a copy of it, but I was kind of curious. They, first of all, and foremost, they started off with the perspective that a lot of the town halls now are not very productive. <laughs> they, and, and so they were established as a purpose for looking into, well, how can we improve them? And in fact, they, they went on to say that, uh, you know, that the nature of the town hall meeting has changed drastically in the last decade or so, and that it's kind of worsened, you know, especially with the advances in technology, especially the, the revolution in social media. And, and, and they were saying that a lot of the town halls now are, are being held and they're kind of uh, contrived and that the meetings are kind of tightly controlled and that they tend to fuel more public anger and skepticism about the political process. And so the objective was to come out with maybe two or three recommendations as to how it could potentially be. And, and it's not a very long document, it's about four pages and Kristen can send it to you, but I listed three of them that I thought may be interesting for us to take into account and they may reflect a little bit upon our objectives since that's what we're talking about. I'll, I'll go through them very quickly. Number one, uh, which I think may be the most controversial is their, their number one best practice was saying to recast the structure of town hall meetings as listening and learning sessions that focus on lawmakers hearing the views and concerns of constituents. Um, uh, and secondarily, it says town hall meetings should be moderated by a nonpartisan community leader who explains the guidelines of the sessions and sets the tone for a respectful discussion. And then thirdly, uh, I was saying undertake aggressive efforts to expand the range of people who attend the town hall so that the audience is more diverse and it includes more partisans and independents because most Americans reside in the center of ideological spectrum now and analysts agree that it's this group which is now significantly underrepresented at town hall meetings. And so it speaks to the diversity of trying to get the audience in, but it also speaks to the nature of trying to focus it as a learning session uh, for the lawmakers and something to consider. I think that may be um, a bit aggressive for us at this stage since we're a new commission and no one knows us. And so it may be kind of hard to leverage any relationship we have with lawmakers. But I think somewhere down the road, it would be great if we had enough credibility and awareness such that we could actually do that, serve, serve as kind of a liaison to lawmakers to, to have our tenants in the community, educate them on the issues and their feelings about them. That's terrific, AJ. Thank you so much for doing that uh, research. Um, could you potentially, I'm wondering how we could take a look at that document. I guess, Kristen, I just sent, I just emailed it. Um, oh, great. So it should show up to you um, just like one minute ago. Wonderful. Okay. Um, AJ, I think that sounds great. I think framing it as a listening and learning session for the Renters Commission to be the 
listeners and learners, I think is great. I think mm -hmm. um, the community would respond really well to that. And I think it will help with that kind of like relationship building that you're talking about too, so. All right, hopefully it would. Uh, is that all right if I share my screen to show the document to everybody? Sure. We look at it together just for a second. Sure. Cool. <clears throat> okay. So this is the Paul Paul Simon oh, Public Simon. Policy Institute. I've never heard of them. Mm -hmm. um, Paul Simon was a very popular. I'm from Chicago. <laughs> oh a yeah. Very popular politician and state congress state congressman in Illinois. Well respected. Oh, wow. Family comes from a long family of lawmakers. <laughs> I see. Huh. So, yeah, I think we should all. Oh, so here the recommendations. Okay. Change views. They should not serve as substitutes for. Hmm. Yeah. I, I definitely agree that we should not just, you know, make it like an anger fest. It, it, it's easy to do that considering where a lot of people are right. right now, a lot of renters are. I mean, I think that if they're going to be showing up to a town hall, they've probably had a pretty bad experience and with their landlord. And they want to <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I would love to see, you know, rather than everyone getting super frustrated and angry, like let's take those ideas and maybe um, translate them into solutions, hopefully, like ideas of solutions that we can start working on. Um, mm -hmm. I think that, yeah, this is wonderful. It was wonderful. Some, some, some ideas for thought anyway. Yeah. Okay, I'll stop sharing then. I think somewhere in there, they also made reference to the fact that, uh, or it may have been in some other area that, um, it was uh, kind of important at the onset of these meetings to kind of tap into trusted, well-respected speakers, you know, to kind of kick it off um, and, and, and use them perhaps as an opportunity to draw attendance and media coverage. And I was thinking maybe if it's possible, again, since we're a new commission, he might be willing to do it. It would be great if maybe we could get five minutes of the mayor's time to kick it off and say, hey, here's a new uh, commission I put into place and here's what some of their objectives are. And then, you know, essentially he just kicks it off and then we move on to obviously the focus of the remainder of our objectives. But just something I think it would certainly increase attendance from a renter's perspective, but it would also get the media uh, focused if that's an objective of ours as well. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree, um, I think. Um, yeah, I, I think that, you know, he's well known enough. Uh, if, if he has the time and if he's willing to do it, that'd be interesting. Yeah, time, Good idea. Cal the calendar is obviously key there. Right. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I'll be right back. I just need to take a quick break for like two minutes or so. You two can continue discussing. Okay, sure. I can check in with the mayor's office and see um, if there is interest or availability in doing that in the next couple of months. I know that um, he does have a very busy calendar. 
Um, right. But maybe we can see if that's something, looking at my calendar now, uh, if that's something that would work. And then we can look at planning the meeting around those dates. Um, do we have any other um, people who we think would be a good option for um, maybe a second meeting or if the mayor is unavailable? Hmm. I couldn't be of much help there being somewhat new to the community. I've been here about two and a half years, but uh, not as uh, uh, not as aware of who the community leaders and 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 uh, more visible uh, politicians or local politicians are. Maybe um, Council Member Radina or Nelson would be interested, or they might know someone. Um, would be a good op or have an idea. Um, sure, sure. Seems like a good opportunity to invite all council members the way just to attend and be present because um, Travis and Elizabeth do attend our meetings regularly uh, and are very dedicated, but this is one opportunity for everyone from different wards to also just listen to tenants if the objective is to bring uh, people from the like tenants from around the city to show up. It might be nice if they know that their representatives might join and just listen in. Rika, you've been very involved in this area. Are there any um, uh, community leaders that are particularly outspoken that will, and or well-respected uh, in this whole era of Rent, rental issues uh, in Ann Arbor? Maybe community leaders or organizational heads or I'm, I'm, I'm not obviously familiar with anybody, but you may have some that are more widely recognized or somewhat widely recognized. There are members of the Housing Commission and other coalitions like the Washtenaw Housing Alliance that have participated in research and discussions over the years who might be great to have. Uh, but again, let's be nice to discuss more because even I don't have that much of a perspective on like who's an expert. There's a difference between an expert and a community leader. So, right. Uh, yeah, exactly. That we were just talking about. If so, the mayor is one option. Like other other community leaders who, if are invited, uh, would be yeah. Well, I I can think of a of a few actually. Now that I that just sparked something in my head. Um, I'm wondering. You know, there's also religious leaders. I know. Um, you know, uh, of of several faiths that might be interested in doing this. Um. I'm not, you know, that's not necessarily the thing we should start off with, or there's also like a couple organizations that, isn't there like an interfaith council for peace or something? I, I'm not super familiar with them, uh, peace and justice, I, I don't remember. But, you know, that's another avenue um, to tap into other different kinds of communities, you know? Um, sure, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking even, uh, even perhaps among um, 
residents with disabilities. There are probably various yes. committees or meetings or or leaders or someone that may be, you know, thinking again from an attendance, from an audience, and from a publicity standpoint, those would be very good people to tap into for this. That's a very good idea. Yeah. Um, the main resource that comes to mind is unfortunately just one for students, which is the student um, uh, is SSD, I think. SSD. Um, but they have an, it's services for students with disabilities. Now that's just for students. And I do want to make sure we include you know, students, of course, but you know, there are so many other residents who aren't students that have disabilities. So I, I think that's a good thing to start exploring and thinking about. Sure. Yes. So, I want to find council members has experience here. I think Aisha works with Tetroid Disability Power, for example, and might um, know of other organizations in Ann Arbor. So we could check with her as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We can now, check in with the Commission on Disability Issues and see. Um, okay. That'd be wonderful. Yeah, thank you, Kristen. All right. Um, now, I think it would be a good idea. I mean, it, it sounds like we, we want to have a dual role for the town halls, for, for the town halls, listening and then also educating to an extent. Sure. Right. Um, the, I saw the other day that the Housing Commission had a nice sheet, um, like a PDF that they uh, posted that has, it's kind of like know your rights uh, for tenants. And they had a few. They had a few really good suggestions on there. From anything, you know, there's the suggestions from acquiring uh, renters insurance to um, oh, I can't remember some of the others. I, I can find the PDF. It's not uh, you know super comprehensive. It doesn't cover obviously close to anything. It's, a, it's, a, it's everything rather. Um, right. It's not as comprehensive as like the tenant handbook, but it does have some very good suggestions. I'm thinking if we could look around for resources like that and maybe see see what there is out there for Ann Arbor and Michigan. And based on that, we can decide if we need to make new resources or additional resources to hand out to people um, or have available for people. Okay. Oh yeah, okay, let me, I found the, I can share my screen again. This is um, the Ann Arbor Housing Commission um, uh, document they said that they shared. Um, so they, you know, they talk about renters insurance. Um, they talk about when and how to put your rent into escrow. I believe that that's used. Um, are you too familiar with that process a little bit? No, I'm not. Okay, so it's, um, you know, there's like a third party that can hold your rent. If, if you believe your landlord is, is making is committing a violation of the law, and, uh, okay. um, or, or of your contract, you can, you can continue to pay rent, but to a third party, and you notify your landlord, like, you need to fix these problems, and then you'll get your money, you know, I'm still paying it. Right. And right. so that's why you would have an escrow. So, uh, yeah, 
tenants typically consider withholding rent in the case of an absentee landlord or one that fails to main, properly maintain the property. It is the landlord's responsibility to maintain the properties in a livable condition. So, you know, that was something I hadn't really considered. I had heard about it once before this, but uh, reading this document, I thought that was, you know, brought that to uh, my attention. Sure. And then things about, you know, what to do before you move in. I think that'd be cool if we had a, a like a sort of pamphlet. Um, now, and also we do have that, we have a tenant's handbook, but it, it's outdated, unfortunately. Yeah. I think having a takeaway item like that is great um, for people um, to get that info and then also other information about the renters commission we can include. Um, info about the webpage or how to attend other meetings um, and contact info. Right. Um, we could also supply the handbooks also. The mm -hmm. clerk's office I think would be able to provide those at the meeting. Great. It would be really cool if we could get them updated before then, but I don't know, that probably takes a while. <laughs> I'm learning, I've, I've been trying to learn about what that process is. I think it's going to be more complicated than we yeah. anticipated. I think that the um, the real thing to edit is the city charter, which is more um, which is much more challenging than the ordinance. But um, if the renters commission does decide to undertake it, it would it would make a big difference uh, moving forward. It just the timeline would just be long, probably over the next couple of years. But we could save that for another um, day. So 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 the the process of changing the handbook is defined in the charter. So I, I need to um, clarify, um, okay. <laughs> but my my understanding is that to to um, update the rights and duties booklet, um, the rules for updating that I believe are I don't want to be quoted incorrectly, but I know okay. that it is, that's okay. Um, I know it's more so like the ordinance amendment right now with right to renew. It's much more than that process, um, okay. my understanding. Sure. And I think that the uh, the city and the clerk's office would be supportive of that initiative because it would be beneficial to renters in the city. So I can check in with um, my office to get that exact info. Sure. This week. Thank you. Oh yeah, it does look like, I think it is um, defined in the charter. Which I, I think was intended when it was created to provide some protection for, um, like it couldn't be changed quickly, uh, like without the best interest of tenants in mind. Um, All right. mm -hmm. So I think it's fine. We just will have to work through it um, uh, after after we identify in the work plan, see where it's ranked and then see where we can move forward with it. Um, what was the other thing I was gonna say? Oh, um, we talked about the farmer's market as a potential venue and then um, other outdoor locations that ICPOC has used would be fine. Like uh, Liberty Plaza was talked about the last meeting, um, the center of the city site. Uh, the city's green roof also is a potential location or the city hall's green roof. Um, that's nice because it's so close to City Hall if we wanted to see about getting um, supplies like tables or um, chairs or electricity or anything like that. So 
Kristen, a, a question for you. I was, I was curious. I was talking to a friend of mine, actually. She's, she's in Chicago, and she happened to mention that she's on the planning committee for the city of Chicago. And, and I start to ask, well, well, what do you do? And, and basically, theirs is a group about the same size as ours. They assist other commissions who are planning events. Well, obviously, Chicago's big, and they've got big budgets. But I was just curious, is there such a thing as a planning committee for, for Ann Arbor and our structure anywhere? So that is super interesting. There are a lot of boards and commissions for the city, but one for I'm not aware of one for that purpose. The city's planning commission um, that has a similar name is more to do with um, private development in the city. So, um, and sometimes in public sometimes, um, sort of. Um, so no, but the communications department at the city is super supportive. So. Or are they? Um, okay. If we needed some um, guidance with social media or help creating materials or um, just some expert uh, advice with stuff like that, there are resources here. Uh, so. Good to know. <clears throat> I have a question. I'm not sure where it fits. Um, I think it's maybe forward looking, but also helps us make decisions after these town halls. Because it's the first one, would it be helpful to present our work plan and get a quick poll or some kind of reaction from attendees on what they agree are top priorities? Like we have identified a longer list and I'm sure like we could pick some and keep working on them, but if there's a way to also very quickly share what we compiled and get some reactions. Like what are your top three priorities? And like gather some qualitative information from there. Yeah, I think there's been some talk about that at some past meetings about seeing um, from the public what they want the Renters Commission to be working on. So yeah. I think that is a good idea to have some um, like interactive data collection from people at the meeting. Yeah. Yeah. I think I really like that idea as well. Um, I think it's important to kind of discuss what the current work plan is and, you know, throw it out there. Do you guys think that you know, have a feedback form or something of that nature? Um, it could be quite open-ended. Um, just should we be focusing on something else or do you disagree with something on here? Um, yeah. Let's read through them. I think that would also be very helpful if we're trying to get them to establish some granularity about what it is that we really are, really are all about anyway. What are we attempting to do and what more specific actions should they expect from us? kind of talked about this, Zachary had asked initially about uh, partnering with organizations, but, and we've also talked about community leaders, but from an outreach standpoint, if we think of, like would be a longer list of organizations that we would come up with. Like, for example, we know that Avalon Housing has done some work, uh, like a lot of important work here. That's just one example. I'm sure there are many more, but, if uh, 
such organizations can amplify this message that we're gathering, like hosting an event, it would be really nice. Uh, I don't know how that would be to have a newsletter that they circulate or some kind of like pamphlet that they could distribute or a flyer uh, that might be, I don't know if it could cost something to make that happen, but it might be good to make sure their tenants uh, and people they serve also find out. Yeah, I think that to the extent that we could and to the extent that it's appropriate, if we could, for some of these other organizations anyway, if we could tap into some of their outreach efforts that would increase you know, publicity tremendously because they obviously have a lot more established efforts than, than our newer commission is going to have at this point. What would the capacity be if this were to be, say, on the city hall garden roof? How many people? That's a great question. Um, I can find out. I'll also find out um, what resources are available, like you said, with printing or anything like that. I have a meeting mm -hmm. next week um, to see what we have access to. Let's see. Um, green roof capacity. Kristen, are you aware most of the other the other town halls that have taken place or are taking place? Are they are they hybrid as well, both virtual and physical, or are, are they or is there a combination of the above? That's a good question too. Um, some other uh, boards and commissions in the city meet in person, um, but they're also available on Zoom. The Renters Commission isn't one that is permitted to do that because it isn't a um, decision-making body. Um, so like the Planning Commission and Zoning Board of Appeals and Historic District Commission and City Council, they meet uh, in-person hybrid. Um, and then ICPOC, um, which I want to get that acronym right, internal, I've, another group um, has been doing in-person uh, I don't think they're hybrid. I don't think they're available electronically. I think they're only in person, um, but I can confirm. I think if we wanted to attempt a outdoor meeting with like a hybrid angle, the city hall roof is the best option for that. Um, Independent Community Police Oversight Commission. I wanted to uh, make sure I got that right. They. Um, I believe have been having some outdoor town hall style meetings, um, which is where the farmer's market came into the conversation. I think they had uh, some at that location. So I'm not sure that there, so to answer your question, I'm not sure that there have been um, hybrid for this purpose, um, but there have been hybrid um, in like a more standard boarding commission format. Um, right, right. So, which unfortunately, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I would think that for, again, they, I, mean, I just keep coming back to the fact that we are a new commission and we're kind of unknown. Uh, I think uh, for that very reason, it would clearly be to our benefit if we were thinking hybrid, it would give us a lot more opportunity for 
publicity and for reach. Uh, some are going to be a little skeptical to attend physically, but they may well tap into, if we're adequately marketed, <laughs> they may well tap into, you know, the, the, uh, the, uh, and, and, and to the system in order to see it online. Yeah, I'll check in about uh, what's possible here at City Hall. Um, what was cited when I asked about uh, the Renters Commission meeting in person was the COVID-19 numbers, which I don't think have decreased since um, we got that info. So I think it's also possible later um, kind of as time goes on, if those were to decrease, we might have some more options. Okay. And if, we, if we're not able to do hybrid, I think it would be nice to do maybe one in-person, one virtual, you know, one mm -hmm. remote. So that's kind of like an alternative to the hybrid. It's not, I don't think, I, I don't think it's, I don't know, I guess there are pros and cons to doing it either hybrid or separated but mm -hmm. um i think it you know sounds like everybody agrees that we should have at least both options if not at the same event then then at different separate events sure yeah i agree this might be a good time to mention the other community events that um popped up on my radar um, I know the Graduate Students Union at U of M, GEO, they're holding a tenants, um, it's not called a town hall, Richard, you probably know, what is it called? Tenants Assembly. Tenants Assembly. Is it, is the idea supposed to be like, kind of like a town hall, right? It, a town hall also called the action, uh, talking about, you know, utilizing tools like public comment time. Uh, okay other ways to reach out to council members. So I would say there's there will be some time for tenants to discuss their experiences, but it will be slightly different from a town hall because there are specific like, suggested calls to action in that event. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. And then I heard just today, uh, this is also a student related thing, um, but the central student government at U of M, which is, you know, represents all the students at uh, 50,000 plus students at U of M, the Ann Arbor campus, they just allocated a few thousand dollars to do, um, to do tenant town halls. I think they want to do two on somewhere on campus. So that would be more student facing, of course, but I, I contacted some of the representatives in the central student government to see if maybe we could I don't know if we could partner officially or at the very least if we could just be there and you know maybe a partner on the on the organizing side and just listen um either way i think it would that'd be really great if we could get sure. some of our people to attend um and then that way we could focus our efforts on the non-student populations um non-student residents um sure. which yeah i don't Outreach could be really difficult. I think that that might be a, a really hard thing to do, um, especially since, you know, I've noticed that even in some of the suburbs where it's a majority of homeowners, every now and then you'll come across a, a house that's for rent, uh, which is unexpected. So, you know, kind of picking them out, out of 
<laughs> like a needles in a haystack, I guess. I mean, it's not quite the same because 53% of the people in the city are renters, but um, you know, trying to make sure we include everybody, it's probably gonna be pretty difficult. True, true. I think it might be worth asking the Washtenaw Area Apartment Association to let their tenants know that there is a town hall that, I mean, they are, I've received emails from the larger property management company that I was renting from earlier. So they do send emails at a certain frequency. They have the infrastructure. So I think it's worth it. I understand. Yeah. Sorry to cut you. Sorry. Did you have anything else to say? I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I just meant using, they could be a way to reach tenants. Not yeah. the strategy, but like one of five things to do. I don't think it I understand that, but I think that tenants might want a place where we're going to predominantly have tenants there, you know, and not, not landlords because of the sensitive nature of what people might be saying. Yeah, I wouldn't um, want to be there. I'm saying more from an outreach standpoint. Like, yeah. Or can you let, like, this is this is a tenant event very clearly. Uh, but if we were to, like, if varsity management has like 200 units, uh, imagine. Yeah number of tenants they could inform if they were willing to just pass on the message that's all okay. but not actually i guess my only concern would be that if land if we advertise directly to, to landlords they might show up in large numbers um and that's not exactly what we're to, who we're trying to hear from i i think it's it's a good point as well taken i just think maybe we should consider a little further the pros and cons of that yeah i think it would have to be managed because if you have if you have the owners showing up in large numbers, it's certainly going to change the conversation and, and receptivity of the tenants for sure. See, I just feel like landlords and property management companies are aware that renters commission meetings happen and they're also, they're present, they attend these meetings. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't think, if the message is very clear that it's actually an, an event for tenants, uh, again, I don't want to harp on this point. I just feel like, it's one of like 10 things to do in terms of outreach. That's all, not uh, the main thing. I'm wondering how else, like there are many other channels. I feel like if our council members could also just spread the word through their social media, even if there's like a digital graphic related to the event that can be reposted, uh, that could also reach a lot of people. I think sure. that, that's, that's preferred. I would also prefer something like that. Maybe even, I, I'm sure there's probably an event calendar in the local newspaper. I mean, something yep. as broadly as that, you know, I'm, I'm thinking in terms of <laughs> getting, mm -hmm. getting numbers and message out to the masses <laughs> and, um, and kind of start there. Yeah, I, that's great. I think the Observer has one. Ann Arbor mm -hmm. Observer has a calendar. The city has a calendar, right? Mm -hmm. um, You'd be able to put it on the city's calendar. Great. You do flyering. Um, oh, sorry. Go, go ahead, Kristen. Oh, are there any other groups that you're aware of? We don't have to um, name them now if you don't want to on social media or um, other places like that um, for renters or tenants or um, I don't if there are groups of any, anything like that is another option. Um, 
if we're aware of any of them. I know of the Washington Housing Alliance, WHA. They're quite prominent. Um, I think local labor unions might be interested in sharing that and boosting it. Um, yeah, I know there's... Um, Could the could other commissions just pass on the message in their various meetings? I know that they, there is attendance at other meetings that might do work that's somewhat related or that's relevant for tenants as well. Like even though it's not exactly about like rental services, uh, I think that would be helpful. Some some commissions those meetings are also attended by others, so plug would be really great. You could check in with some other. Um with some other groups that have some overlapping work um, and see if they'd be either willing to kind of an, like a, like announce and maybe provide um, a link or anything like that, or if there'd be an opportunity for someone from the Renters Commission um, to attend and give like a short, uh, at, that has definitely been done by other groups um, for events like this or other initiatives, so. Yeah, there's, there's housing commission and HHSAB, the how, um, Housing and Human Services Advisory Board. So two things uh, or know, bodies we should reach out to. That was that was Housing Human Services Advisory Board. Uh, yeah. Okay. Housing and Human services advisory board, HHSAB. I wonder if we could um, um, see the areas where we have the densest, like the, the highest density of renters. Um, I think we should be able to see that through, I guess, technically like the e-tracking information. I don't know how to access that very easily, but if we were able to see that like on a map, that would be really cool. And then we could see, okay, there's a lot of renters in this area. We should really put flyers up in that in that spot, make sure that they're aware of it. Sure. Yeah. I can definitely look, definitely look into that with GIS at the city to see um, if we're able to map those um, certificates of compliance, I think. Um, right. And see how many like you, you know units there are. I, I know that's probably a difficult thing to do if it's not already an option, but um, it, it's just a, it would be really I, cool. I, yeah, help. I think it. I think they'll be able to if that data if if it exists in a in a way that would make that work. Um, that would give us some ideas of some larger. Um, if there's any 
larger complexes or anything like that that we wanted to do some outreach to also. Yeah, that would be great. And then maybe we can work with that communications committee to see how we could target them in terms of some type of flyer distribution. Mm -hmm. I know that um, postcards can be expensive. So I'd like to think about how to reach people. Um, I Posting flyers, I think is great. Um, I think we can look at mailing, but it's sometimes, um, mail also is really slow sometimes. So I think that um, that's an option and that's all also um, data that the city has mailing addresses, um, but I don't know if it will be most effective. Okay. Good ideas for outreach there, I think. Mm -hmm. um, Zach, you had started by talking about a specific objective. Do you have enough specificity there to work with for, for this meeting? Or I know we kind of moved on from there with okay, some of the yeah. executional ideas, but. Uh, right. Um, well, I think there are still a few things we should try to think about a little bit further. Like, I guess knowing knowing when we would want to hold these events would be very helpful because um, I think, you know, right to renew is probably gonna come up to a, a vote in sometime in October, most likely. You know, that could change, but. Um, Oh, excuse me, someone shouted in the background. Um, so, in, uh, but if it does pass, assuming that, you know, we, that might be something that we would really want to inform people about. Um, at the very least, informing people about yeah, the, the early leasing ordinance amendment that happened last year. It's kind of confusing. And, you know, people read it and they think it does one thing, but it turns out because of some of the loopholes, it doesn't do that thing, you know, and th that's, that was confusing to me anyway. Um, so, that might be helpful to inform people about specific pieces of, of legislation, like specific ordinances. Mm -hmm. I think that's helpful for timeline to think about um, kind of post right to renew so that you have that to talk about. Cause you all talked a little bit earlier about having kind of a educational piece. I think that if it um, was like, if the ordinance was in effect, it would be really it would be more meaningful than uh, explaining that it's still in the works. So yeah, true, true. Cool. There's always the, the question of whether or not it's going to be challenged in the courts. And then I don't think it's enforceable during that period of time. And then, you know, we don't know if it's going to be struck down or if it's going to be upheld. And then, you know, yeah. so they could really complicate things um, and we can't really inform people about something that we're not sure is going to be enforceable. That's um, true. Yeah. So maybe we could cross that bridge when we get it. <laughs> right, you <yeah>. know? <laughs> um, but it still gives us something meatier to talk about, even if it's it's passed and it, it's likely to be challenged, we can speak about the importance of the issues. Sure. Of us and, and, and point to that as a, 
an indication of the uh, the need for commissions like ours to make sure that tenants rights are are being advanced at, at the appropriate meetings and at the appropriate levels yeah it makes sense to have that at like the second or third meeting but uh the first one i think aj had mentioned the beginning around like listening if it's the very first official public gathering done by the renters commission maybe like, let's hear what is what is like what has generally been a priority but also i feel like in ann arbor and i think in any city it's kind of seasonal also like between like in the fall like when people are signing leases and just starting out with their in their new apartments the, the challenges and questions vary and then when you get into like winter there's like a whole other set of concerns around like quality of housing especially with heating and things like that so i think like a, every three months if there's a town hall we would get like a variety of issues that come up uh based on where you are in the leasing cycle but also the weather because it's so there's so much variation in an hour so uh, something like a right to renew type ordinance i think i i agree with what was said around you know when it gets passed is when we'll also have more clarity there is a few things that yet to be confirmed right now though there's a lot of progress so meeting two or three seems i think a quarterly town hall meeting would be uh really manageable for yeah. this group and for staff so i think that's a great idea um, and that would allow a lot of time between to plan and to kind of change, you know, what worked and what didn't at the past at the uh, last meeting. So I think that's great. Can I add one more thing? I feel like with we know, I think through some of our recent renters commission conversations that there is like rental housing services, for example, has a process in place. So. Uh, where the process is tried and tested, is it worth getting feedback? Like, Whereas with like ELO and right to renew, we are talking about enforcement right now. And like three months from now, that might be another thing to check in about. So at the first town hall, just a thought around like complaints with maintenance and repairs. Like the city has a process. Uh, we've heard mixed things. So that could be a way to educate, but also get feedback on a tenant uh, like problem solving process that's in place but again i don't want to assume too much about like what matters to the tenants in the first meeting <clears throat> sounds like so i i like the idea of the seasonal meeting um or town hall rather uh, that seems really manageable like kristen mm -hmm. said we already have three tenants related events probably coming up that other people are planning um to to focus on i guess all three are focused probably at, yes. um on students yeah <clears throat> but that's something that we can all attend and um perhaps play a role and maybe uh maybe in, uh, um, giving like advice or counsel to, to them, them as they plan it if they're interested in that sure <clears throat> just getting kind of our feed, you know, our feedback I like the idea of having our first one just kind of mostly listening rather than super focused, you know, let's, I guess, less focus on the education. Maybe we can get some resources out to them. Maybe, sure. you know, we'll have the handbooks, have some of those things from the housing commission and maybe some other things that we can come up with. Um, 
and just listen because by our first meeting it might it, it's likely going to be unclear if right to renew is enforceable we don't even know if it's going to be passed by then so i guess that leaves the question when do we want to have our first meeting and importantly you know if it's going to be in the winter or in the in the fall we can't really do that outside um, i mean in the fall perhaps but we have to consider that it's going to be a bit risky with the weather so what, what do you two think or what do you all think all three of you as a group we'll be thinking october at some point or is that that was thrown out there yeah it was i think at best or the earliest would probably be late october um just in terms of a lot of the executional things we've discussed today are coming together particularly of a communication standpoint flyers things of that nature it, it takes a while to coordinate it and to make it specific enough to the targets that we want to reach yeah and you know, we we rushed a bit, and because of the right to renew, and I don't want to put more pressure on the commissioners, um, so I don't want the workload to be too high. So if we do it earlier, you know, we're going to have to be scrambling a bit. Right. Um, but if we do it in November or December, we're going to have to do it inside or just online. That's true. That's true. I think October is manageable. Um, that wise i can check in with the mayor's office and see if the mayor is interested or even available i know um he has a really busy schedule um and then we can kind of go from there if that's an option um i can also find out if there are any accommodations um that would be available to us um i'm thinking about how uh like some like outdoor dining style accommodations like heat if 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 there are heat lamps that would be available or anything like that, um, if the renters commission wanted to do an outdoor um, kind of cold weather meeting. So I can find out um, if there's anything available to us for that. A random thought. Um, I had been to, I've been to an event uh, with OSI, the sustainability um office or office of sustainability innovations at, at nr you know in the ann arbor city government and they had an event with um uh, it was about educate educating people about heat pumps and they had like a big tent it was outside it was at the ann arbor distillery i think it i think that's correct and they had a tent and it was very you know it was a bit chilly but it was okay the tent helped and it, um, i think it was drizzling outside which it kept us warm um, and they had presentations and that sort of thing there inside the tent. And I thought that, that was really nice. It was well done. So if you, maybe Kristen, if you could find any information about who planned that event, that would be really interesting to mm, see yeah. um, if they have any notes from that. Sounds great. Do you think it might be possible to invite cities, staff from different departments who have experience just to be there and potentially answer some questions immediately, not offer commitments because those are always complicated, but say someone from rental housing services 
the inspection team is present if someone has a small this is not you know housing like rental clinic session but if there are quick questions that like common things that come up and someone could speak to those uh, right there it might be effective yeah we can definitely um invite someone um uh, when you were saying that it made me think about um Maybe they'd be willing to meet with this group um, beforehand to see if there are any like frequently asked things that they could share um, with this group. Um, if they're unable to attend, um, maybe they can pass some info along or maybe it would just work better for rental housing to, to um, I don't, we, we can see what, um, what their availability is. But I think that touching base with them before the meeting is a good idea, before or during. Yeah, I think that would be very helpful going forward in any case, getting to know them better and getting to find out a little bit more about uh, the services that they provide. Yeah. Yeah, and they may have some resources um, if we're wanting to provide that, like, um, Hopefully that like paper resources to people in real time instead of, uh, yeah, if, since we're in person, so. And I wonder if we could consult before this with, um, someone related to kind of like a housing clinic sort of, you know, institution. Um, I know uh, of a Detroit-based one called UCHC, United Community Housing Coalition. They, they don't just do tenant stuff. They also do, you know, like mortgage, people who um, own their own homes, but they do, they do tenant stuff. And I know that a lot of the rules that regulate tenancies um, are on the state level. And perhaps they could, maybe they, ha they have some resources regarding state law that we could um, either distribute or just have handy in order to answer some of the questions. Um, hmm. Again, they are Detroit based. So that's, you know, wouldn't hurt to reach out. I know they're very busy, but um, perhaps that would be a good idea. And then also another potential person that, you know, we could, have invite as someone from the U of M law school, if there are any, any people who are, um, who work, any professors that focus on tenant law, tenant landlord law, perhaps they could come or provide us with resources. Uh, it would be really cool. Even if one of them maybe ha has a presentation that they would wanna give to, to tenants, that would be really awesome. I don't have those connections yet, but I think it would be good to just kind of take some shots in the dark and see what sure uh, what happens do you want to talk a little bit about the we've talked about the format of the meeting a little bit um, but do we want to be any uh, talk about it a little bit more specifically so that we can um, Plan it, plan it more specifically, I guess. Do you want to start with um, like a renter's commission introduction and some information or how do you want, how do you picture um, kind of the agenda of the meeting going? Mm -hmm. I think if, if we were able to, if the mayor was able to attend, I think that would be the, uh, you've talked about that being kind of at the beginning. The opening, um, yeah, I think that would be great. Um, 
just in terms of, well, you know, being a little selfish, using it to draw the attendance, but also the, the media coverage, you know, would, would, would follow at that level as well, which certainly wouldn't hurt us from an attendance standpoint. And even a city council member or two, if they're interested, you know, I know we can't have the whole council there, nor, nor is that something that we need to have or, you know, should strive for. But I, I think even if we had a city council member, maybe if Travis is willing to do it, um, and council member Rodina, who, who put forth the resolution to create this commission, that would make a lot of sense in my sure. mind. Sure. Um, yeah. So I guess we would introduce ourselves, introduce what the Renters Commission is, maybe read some of the stuff from the uh, the bylaws, like that, that explains why we were created. And that's also in the resolution. Um, and perhaps after that, uh, kind of get quickly into what we had talked about was kind of the, the key part of the objective, which is kind of the listening and learning maybe we structure some types of yeah interactive exercises to to make sure that we are doing just that we're listening and learning yeah i think asking tenants to to talk with each other as well would be really helpful um sorry i i didn't mean to cut you off chris i saw you were about to talk oh no that's fine um i i'm not i don't remember what i was going to say i'll i'll sorry. come back to it it's fine Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm sorry. Oh, go, um, go, go. <laughs> you have categories that you're interested in. I was um, wondering if you, um, like if some, if categories like um, land, like landlord issue as an umbrella category or rent as an umbrella category or availability of units as a, like at, if you wanted to sort of do these categories and, and, and have that be a way to break attendees into groups or um, it, would, it would help people um, kind of get ready to talk to you. If we were doing it town hall style, um, it would help people kind of know when they were going to go speak in front of people and prepare what they were going to say. Um, and it also would allow people to, if we were to publish that, it would allow people to prepare ahead of time um what they Good wanted idea. to communicate to the renters commission yeah. and then with that i wanted to see if you have any ideas for a way for people to share an idea with you that isn't um getting up in front of people and talking about it um yeah because that is hard to do it's yeah. especially hard to do about topics like this about housing so i think we could definitely have like an in-person paper option. I think we could do a link to a Google form or SurveyMonkey, um, something like that. Um, so whatever you guys think would be, or if you've done something in the past that worked really well, if you've attended an event, I'll ask around here too, see if there's anything um, that has worked particularly well, especially mm -hmm. with a topic like this, so. Uh, previous lies in, in corporate town halls, something that worked effective, effectively in terms of uh, both managing the town hall in terms of trying to get a feel for how well it was going to be attended, but also in terms of trying to get some advanced feedback on who was going to be attended. 
attending was uh, for the um, electronic portion of it. Uh, they required RSVPs, and and that uh, or they suggested RSVPs, and 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 that kind of allowed them to get a feel for. Uh, the size of the event, which you certainly want to know, but but it also uh, gives you some information in terms of just general classifications, tenant, you know, um, for how long, you know, where in the city, that type of information. And it, it, and, and I think uh, not only the, the beginning part of it, but be very helpful for us after the fact, if we want to start to develop some, some databases, some mailing lists or things of that nature, uh, for tenants out there, it, it would be a good start toward try, trying to build those databases. A great idea. Really good point, CJ. Thanks. We could do an in-person sign up and a online. We could put something on the Renters Commission webpage and then also just have kind of a like a clipboard and pen um, at the meeting too. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Cool. It's it's so helpful to know how many people are coming. Um, mm -hmm. So that's that's such a good just from prior experience. That's a really good suggestion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I th I definitely think suggested uh, RSVP um, <clears throat> or RSVP highly encouraged. You know. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, that would be very helpful. Yeah. To the extent that we can kind of aggressively suggest it without dictating it you know, it'd be very yeah. helpful for us going forward i don't want to bar people from coming if they didn't rsvp but i always make that clear that anybody can come sure <clears throat> that's great we talked a little bit about um kind of the beginning of how the meeting will go and then we just talked about um kind of an end like a I don't want to say exit survey, but just like a, a kind of, it makes me think of the end of the meeting to have um, this info about people who came. So how do you want kind of the middle of the meeting to go? Do you want that to be the uh, renters commission listening part? So I'm thinking. Well, I have an idea. Um, <clears throat> I really like the idea of making it interactive. I like the idea of forming some kind of groups of the of the participants i don't know how you know what what the groups would be formed around if there was an idea a number of participants per group you know um but i think that perhaps while that's happening we can have our commissioners go and attend those groups and you know not add anything but just listen uh so we, we listen there then we go to have like a like a speak out you know traditional town hall thing where where we people get in line and, and maybe share comments if they'd like to um and then we, we'll all be you know listening to that um perhaps it's even a good idea to not even have the because you know i guess what what i imagined was a table up front with all the commissioners and then everybody else in the audience but maybe we should disperse the commissioners just have a name tag on disperse them throughout the crowd and make it more like a circular kind of inward conversation because maybe that'll Help people with nerves because I really do empathize with with what you said, Kristen, um, about how that's really difficult to do. To, you know, public speaking alone in any context is really hard, but especially on this, these issues. That's a good idea. 
Yeah, so just to recap, you know, maybe splitting up, having some kind of group discussions and then a share out um, afterward. Do you want the group discussions to be, um, like, do we want to tell people, uh, like, this far corner, if you, you know, want to talk about this and go, maybe if maybe it's split up into quadrants. So like quadrant yeah. one, if you wanted to talk about affordability, quadrant two, um, or do you want it to be just kind of more like organic and how they're grouped, I guess, and talking about right. topics. I think lots of people will have the same, people will have the same several concerns um, just kind of how it's ranked for them individually. So I don't know how you want to organize that. Yeah. This is something I just want to say, I don't know if it's the most effective, but if it's in person, uh, if it's by either like completely random or by ward or something, sometimes if it's if it's about people nominating themselves to talk about issues, oftentimes it's like the loudest voices that might just like grab some things first. So if, if it can be to some extent uh, randomized, but also like even within each group, uh, I feel like if it's at the ward level, there could be some neighborhood. Firstly, there's a way to report back to council members that, you know, this is not just a ward one issue. Actually, even people in your ward uh, are, it's, it's maybe like one way to summarize information. That's just one thing. Uh, sometimes you'll be like, yes, we talked about rent, but like who were uh, these people exactly? Like just a way, it might be more convenient than uh, perfect, but that's just one thought. I think um, grouping people geographically is a great idea. Um, I don't know if people will know what ward they're in, especially if they're new to the city, um, but we could, you could do just um, like the city and kind of for, you can kind of see on this map how it's kind of just, or I'm pointing at my screen, how it's just kind of four. So we can maybe just do quadrants of the city. Um, I think that's a good idea. And then also just do like an outside of the city group um, or something like that. It could potentially be a way, again, if it's in person for people to get to know others in their mm -hmm. neighborhoods or people nearby, just uh, the sense of- Yeah, people. that's true. At the same time, we need to make sure that that doesn't potentially diffuse some of the other uh concerns or issues that some of the tenants may come in with for instance if, if i'm coming in because i'm really concerned about the availability of suitable housing for for disabled tenants and and kind of you put me into a group that's focused on you know geographic kind of concerns it may kind of diminish that a bit it doesn't have to but we just need to think about how we do it so that we don't we don't do that um, unnecessarily yeah I, oh, go ahead i was gonna say i think one concern with some of the 
ideas we've talked about here about how to you know, split people up is some of them would likely have lopsided groups where you have a lot more in one group and not as many as in another group. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that the, I, I doubt that renters are you know, dispersed evenly, uh, you know, across the whole city. I think they're more, yeah. no, yeah. there's a higher percent in certain wards. Um, and on certain issues, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of people who are going to come and talk about affordability, right? Right. Um, and th that makes sense. I'm not sure. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but if we want to create kind of like more equal groups of, you know, similar size, we, we may want to consider how to deal with that. If, you know, 60% of people would go to the affordability uh, uh, discussion, because, you know, I know I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And it's hard to choose what you're most um, interested in. So I, yeah. yeah. Um. The alternative would be, I think Kristen may have referenced that uh, in, a, in, a, in a comment earlier is if we uh, and just set aside a certain amount of time to discuss very various topics and have it topic focused as opposed to yeah. Know, separation of the individuals um, that may be one, one way to make sure that you know there's adequate time given to a larger number of activities yeah. and and we don't necessarily skew it on the base of on the basis of, of the size of the audience we could also plan the you know the activities a little you know in greater detail as we get RSVPs if we have one of the RSVP be questions like, oh, with you know, which of these categories are you? Would you like to biggest you know, most concerning to you? Yeah, yes. would you would you speak about if you were to speak? Um, th that could potentially guide us. Um, sure. I think knowing that we that you want to do a um, kind of group activity is enough now for the agenda, um, and then maybe yeah. in a month or so we can revisit and okay. see. Um, How we do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have one thing at the end of this, I think that we should write a report to share with the commission, to share with other commissions, and to share with council members. Um, about, you know, just kind of maybe if you know there will there will be a recording, um, I think. And uh, if we could even do some basic quantification of okay this percent of people who spoke spoke about this issue this percent had issues with you know with this law or whatever you know and then that could maybe give some data it would be probably rudimentary pretty rudimentary but um maybe helpful and maybe have some like anecdotes you know saying like okay, this this looks like a really important issue that one person or three people happened to bring up um yeah i don't uh kristen have other commissions done reports like that on event or like on, um, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, so I don't, I would, I think it's likely that, um, especially, so I'm, uh, the group that comes to mind is sustainability because they've done so much um, engagement and outreach. So I can see what they um, have in the past. I've seen informal, um, a little bit more informal reports uh, with some okay. other groups I've worked with, but I'll see yeah. Uh, what sustainability has um, to see it maybe if there's uh, something we can work from. That'd be helpful. 
Zach, you, you mentioned the report. I was wondering, uh, is it possible, and maybe other commissions are doing this currently, but is it possible to have maybe a, a video recording of the meeting kind of attached to our website after it's over so that constituents who weren't able to attend can view the entire event? Is that too much? It sounds, it's probably very involved. It sounds simple to say, but but, but is, it, is it something that we could uh, look into? I think if it's possible to have the meeting be hybrid, um, I think it would be it would be possible to have it um, recorded. Um, if it's yeah. if we're not able to record the meeting, we can definitely um, provide the information on the webpage. We can do a whole um, section about this engagement series and the results from it. Um, and then there's also the question of do we want it to be recorded and do we want that recording to be available to people if people might be sharing some personal stories um you know yeah yeah that's a difficult point. question i know it's come up a, a few times um yeah privacy issues it could be i mean it is a public event and i you know i i think that um a good kind of middle ground here is you know maybe we, if, if it's possible to record it let's do it but let's make it clear obviously very clear that it's being recorded and make it clear if you don't want your story to be shared you know you can do it through the digital form that we have um and just mark, uh, you know, you want it to, to remain anonymous. Um, we should yeah. have that as an option for like, you know, a did you know, a digital comment. And then that yeah. way, people who don't, who might be sharing something that might be really sensitive, and they, you know, maybe they're afraid of retaliation, for example, um, sure. they, they'll, sure. they'd be able to do that. <clears throat> yeah. Cool. Um. So I have in my notes kind of this opening from a mayor or council person and then kind of a blurb from the renters commission. This is who we are. This is what we've been doing. We're really interested in hearing from you. Um, small group split up and then um, public and then kind of the town hall or did you, were you thinking to do the town hall comments before? Uh, the town hall comments after after the group event, I think. But that's up to the you know if if it's AJ or Rich, if you have ideas about that, it's up to you too. What's a good place to add the work plan overview? Hmm. Oh yeah, probably at the beginning, in my opinion, when we introduce ourselves, introduce what we're working yeah. on. Mm -hmm. Go over the over, you know, to do an overview of the event. Um, yeah, kind of use that as our our purpose for being here. <laughs> yeah, as and make mission. it. Yeah, and and then make it clear that based on th this event and other town halls, this work plan is flexible, and we want to make sure it, it meets the needs of all of you. So, sure, um, sure. I think that could flow quite nicely. And then at the um, end, maybe talk about the, the resources that we have uh, to give out to people if we have those you know, takeaway things. Um, yeah. Right now you have the work plan split, split into um, those groups like legislation, education. Um, I'm wondering if it would be effective to have the work plan ranking be kind of a physical activity where you can like 
people can like stick something on the topic they're most interested in or like write something if it's on a big poster board on an easel or something like that. Um, yeah. Kind of as something people can do like when they are arriving or maybe when one small group is finished, but we're still waiting on the other ones. And that way we'd have like a, uh, like physical or like we could pull from that, like with, like there were 50 sticky notes under affordability kind of situation. Um, I'll think more about that. Or we could even just do show of hands with the group. Mm -hmm. I thought uh, if people, whether in person or digital, as people are coming in, could it be a way to just like circle or take some things? I don't know how quick or involved that is. Uh, um, but I guess a show of hands just is one way to get a response quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and you don't need any supplies for show of hands. If we were going to have people, we'd need to have like a yeah, and it wouldn't be an issue to get tables and pencils and things like that, but it just is um, to like move people through the flow of the meeting. I wonder if it would really back up at a survey station. Sure. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if that if it was just if it was a guided activity as part of the small group exercise, maybe um, that could work. I wanted to add a very quick thought before I forget. I think this is something Zachary had mentioned where if commissioners were to be a part of various smaller groups, they just spread out and listen, that might also help us uh, gather information quickly. Oftentimes writing a report, synthesizing all of that takes time, but if everyone's just in various groups, if we had a report back or like we regrouped at a future renters commission meeting, we would already have uh, some points to work with. But I don't think it answers anyone's like, last question. I just wanted to say that I agreed with that point. And it's a good way to you know, respond and react. I kind of feel, this is a tangent, but I kind of feel that in terms of the date, we might want to shoot for later than, than October. Um, I don't want to rush anybody. Um, I don't want to put undue stress on people. And I know that, you know, it's just beginning of September, but things happen quickly. Um, and since I, and you know, some other commissioners and I are involved in the right to renew, that's, that's one thing that we're juggling. And I think that uh, we wouldn't want to, I want to do it right, I guess. So maybe if we shoot for like, I guess perhaps late October, but like mostly probably November, I don't know. What do you think, Kristen? I think late October is really feasible um, from clerk's office staff perspective with the election on November 8th oh. where um, resources yeah. are just a little bit, uh, will be a little bit thin here. Sure. Sure. Um, and then with post-election, there still is so much wrap up. Mm. So, and then after mm. that, we're kind of getting into the holidays, which is hard for people to, people are out of town. Um, so I know that October is tight, but since it's, um, maybe we can, looking at the calendar, um, I know how I could have done that, but I totally forgotten about the timing of the election. <laughs> just want to, um, 
think about just availability, especially like with, uh, with people too. And also we should look at, um, I know there is a, is it a long weekend or something in the fall for student for students at U of M where there's like a like a fall nice study break yeah we will want to look at the at the U of M mm -hmm. calendar to make sure we're not holding this um, when lots of students are out of town um yeah and also coordinate with this with the student government to make sure we're not double you know booking or in very close proximity because that probably would not be good for turnout sure Well, I guess that can be an action item on my part. I'll talk to the student government people and see when they're looking to, to hold it. I'll see if they're interested in collaborating a little bit. Um, maybe because, you know, if we can, if, if they're even interested in kind of coming up with like a standardized way to do these, uh, that could help in our kind of information gathering. Um, and then I can report back at the next committee meeting. Okay. That would be great. And like I said, I'll check in with the mayor and see if there's any interest or availability in October. And then um, maybe we can try to act on that because it's um, might be hard to coordinate. So, um, okay. Is there anything else we should consider? Um, I feel it seems like kind of the least turnover was in the past couple of weeks. Um, anything else that is like in this like sphere? Um, well, I know that the, I keep on hearing about the waitlist deposits. I know that that's, I don't know if that'll be a factor in the, in the town hall, but I suspect, you know, I'm hoping that we're going to hear about that the next renters commission meeting, like the full commission meeting. Um, and it was also mentioned at the city council meeting last night. I think council member Briggs indicated that we really should look into seeing if we can get rid of them all together. I think I've, you know, she pointed out that we've heard from tenants and some landlords who just don't, you know, think that the, the practice is exploitative. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that at, at the renters commission meeting. Mm. Zach, did you also say security deposit or did you just say waitlist deposit only? I just said waitlist deposit. Um, security deposit is has another issue. It might come up at this time of the year. If people have exited one lease and gotten into another, typically. And I know that Geo had yeah. done a very useful thread. It did, it was very informative uh, about how you can get your deposit back. So that might come up if you're doing it like on a seasonal basis and we ask people to recall in the last two months, what are some challenges that you may have faced? Again, there are prompts like that. It might come up. But again, I think when we do small group sharing, maybe a few, like two or three prompts, like really broad might help guide it a little bit or structure it a little so we can all reflect later and have something, some common questions to, answers to mm 
I think you have a really good start for planning this meeting. We have kind of a general um, agenda for the meeting and there's some, uh, you've outlined some specific goals. Um, I will look into all of that stuff, um, like mayor scheduling and staff resources and uh, green roof capacity and um, rental unit mapping. Um, let me know also if there's anything in the meantime, kind of after this meeting, um, please feel free to email and ask if there's anything else you'd like me to look into. Um, there's one thing actually, I'm sorry to add another oh, <laughs> to fine. do on your to-do list, um, but refreshments, um, either, even if it's just water, I'd like to, to maybe see the policies on that. If it happens to be at city hall, um, uh, that would be good to know if we're you know, allowed to have food, allowed to have water and what the regular, you know, what the protocol is on that. I think that's great. Especially if they're, if people are gonna be there for a long time, um, if it's over an hour yeah. or more. Um, cool. I've been taking notes. I'll type up some um, more organized notes and send them to you guys or to you all, hopefully by early next week. Um, and then we can kind of check in about how things are going. What do you anticipate your timeline for uh, having these committee meetings? Well, if we're gearing the event toward late October, <laughs> we need to be doing it fairly frequently. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just thinking of all the things we discussed in this meeting. <laughs> I know. Um, there is a lot of flexibility with scheduling because they're not televised. Um, so I have really open availability during the workday and also in the evening um, to meet if um, it's better for you all to uh meet during the day that's fine too um there is public comment at these meetings um so if we want to keep in mind when people are available to comment or if we want to kind of emphasize that comment um can also be received by the entire commission at the regular meetings that's fine too um so maybe i can include in my email early next week um, asking about availability if you don't have uh, anything firm you wanted to do now. I think if we were to have a date and that would help us like get started with things like outreach while we plan like mm -hmm. the finer details of the format and things like that. So there's like a couple of key details, probably having a date and venue a date and like virtual versus in-person kind of decision be made and who would create those materials by the way like if we were to do a flyer uh, usually who handles that in other commissions it depends a little bit on um i think it varies uh group to group 
Um, I think the clerk's office has some resources to create that um, with staff and graphics. Um, we can reach out to communications. I think if we're worried about timeline, I'd have to see what their workload is too, um, if they were to do something official. But I think that it would be um, fine uh, for staff to work on it, or if anyone on the commission was interested, or if anyone on this committee was interested, that would be totally fine too. If we were going to um, publish anything kind of with a renter's commission name on it, I would like for staff to see it first, just to make sure we've got, um, just in case anything needed to be changed. Um, sure. I don't anticipate any issues, but just, just for- yeah. Oh, that's a good, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Cool, so I'll see okay. what staff is interested in here, unless anyone here is interested. I'm happy to do that too. Um, let's see. Is that just a question in terms of, of procedure? Is there uh, anything that we've discussed here or, or decisions that we've made here that you think is necessary to just bounce off the full commission next week in, in our meeting, just to heads up, hey, what do you think? This is how we're headed. You know, even, even just the objective itself, you know, kind of focusing on listening and learning, you know, just so that we kind of keep them in the loop. Is that is that appropriate or is, is that how it work or just a question? I think it would be great to give a short update. And then if they have any questions, we could answer them. I can also volunteer as backup for any like graphics or if city staff and others are busy. If that's something you're interested in doing or something you like like to do or you, that you do professionally, I think it would be totally fine and appropriate for you to take the lead on that if you wanted to. Um, but if not, that's okay too. I can check in here and see. Yeah, I think I'd be happy to like sketch something out and then we that's, can. That's awesome. Cool. I don't do it professionally. I just feel like in the interest of time and to get the ball rolling. Great. Is anyone interested in um, providing that update to the Renters Commission next week? Uh, the full Renters Commission? I think AJ would do great because you came in with the <laughs> strong Paul Simon Foundation. That's true. <laughs> Again, That's I can true. also volunteer. I know Zach will be facilitating, Zach and Kristen. So you're keeping that in mind. Um, okay, gladly. Gladly, I will. Uh... Look forward to receiving the, the notes from Kristen with a little more details on all the things that we've discussed and I'll pull together just a brief recap. Is that suitable for, with you, Zach? Most definitely. Okay, great. Thank you very much, AJ. And thank you, Kristen, for taking those notes. Mm -hmm. This meeting and, also, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say thank you to our one attendee. Mm -hmm. 
just I just wanted to give a shout out there. I'm, I'm surprised that they hung in throughout the whole meeting. So Atara, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Here's to you. <laughs> All right, so we have a little bit of a plan for um, moving forward until we get a little bit more information um, kind of from my end. And then we also have a plan for reporting back to the whole commission. Is there anything else that you'd like to cover tonight or put on our radar or anything? Nothing else on my end. Did we decide when we were gonna meet again, the committee? No. Um, it kind of sounded like we wanted to uh, feel out when the next, or when we would be able to, or when you would be able to have the town hall meeting. But I think that if you wanted to kind of do like an every other week or every third week, that also would be fine. Okay. Um, let's see if we take a look at the calendar. I suppose we could plan to do it if, if this is all right with everybody in two weeks to just meet, you know, if it turns out we don't have anything to discuss, we can just call it off and, and postpone it. Um, so long as that works with all of you. Um, and if we don't, yeah, again, if we don't have the answers uh, about like availability, then we can just postpone it. But sure. Yeah. I think I at least keeps the ball rolling. I, I yeah. agree. It's a good idea. Yeah. I don't think we want to meet any less frequently than that. Right. And, and, you know, we can also set a cap of like an hour on meetings. If that's something people are looking to, I know this is you know, an hour and 45 minutes we're going on and I don't want to be disrespectful to, to any of you for, you know, I want to respect your time. I, I suppose is what I'm trying to say. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Um, at the next meeting, we'll have a, a uh, more firm idea of what we will talk about. So I think that will help with time too. We'll have a little bit more focused um, agenda. So I think that's great. I'm looking at my calendar. I think that um, Wednesday or Thursday, that, that week would be fine, the 28th or the, the 29th. Um, in the evening. So I'll send out an, um, I'll send an email with some time options. Great. And then Kristen, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't remember. I asked you earlier when we, 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 were, we were chatting just uh, there, uh, how many members. You said there was one or two others that were slated to be on oh, this committee? Good question. Um, Lucy Peterson also uh, expressed interest but just wasn't able to make it tonight. So they'll be included um, kind of on the, on the communications in the future and also in the, uh, the calendar invite. So I'll be sure to include. Okay. Lucy, I think we'd have a conflict if we were to do 6 p.m. Wednesday because they have a union meeting. Like, same time, uh, if she's usually not a meeting. 6 is fine with me. I can also um, do any time um, that day to make that work for an hour, out to hour, hour to two hours. Um, So 
You said Wednesday. You have a conflict. Wednesday, I know Lucy has a con. Would oh. Lucy have a conflict? Okay. 6 p.m. Wednesdays, they have a standing meeting, but it's on like Thursday. Yeah, but the week of 19th sounds good to me in general to follow up. Oh, okay. So 19th, 24th. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That week is great. Looks good for me too. Okay. Right, so is there um, anything else? Don't believe there is. Oh, yeah, Tar wrote their hand. Um, up to you all. Um, I think it would be fine to allow this caller to leave a comment. Okay. Sure. You can unmute yourself. Yeah, hi. Um, I just had a question. Um, if you guys would potentially consider maybe um, opening public comment at the end of meetings, um, I think uh, some people might find that helpful just because you guys do cover a lot in the meetings and uh, for you know participants to be able to ask questions um, to clarify what you guys talk about. Um, I just wanted to put that out there and see if it was something you guys would be open to doing. Uh, yeah, I, I guess that, that's where we talk. Um, <laughs> but thanks for the comment. Um, yeah, I I definitely think that's a great idea. Thank you. Um, I think that, you know, we discussed that for our main Renters Commission meetings. Um, I think we would need to amend our bylaws. Is that right to put that in, in the at the end of the meeting? Um, Automatically? And to do... Um... To make this change shorter term, I think we could either publish the agenda originally with a public comment at the end so that it was oh. um, sort of always with the meetings agenda. But if, if the renters commission wanted to do that long term, we would um, it would be best practice to amend the bylaws. Also, at every meeting during approval of the agenda, um, the agenda could be amended to add a public comment section um, at any time with a vote. Yeah. So there, there definitely is. Um, it would be possible to do that at the next meeting if you wanted to. Yeah, and Kristen, I'm sorry, did so you, yeah. Without, without a vote or with a vote? I'm, I, I didn't hear you, Kristen. Um, after the agenda is published and um, available to the public and the meeting has started, we, uh, it should, to add public comment at the end, it should be done with a, um, a move and a second and a vote. Um, but before the meeting, um, so like at the end of this week when I'm creating the agenda before I publish it, I think that we could add it to the end um, so that it's there from, um, so the agenda wouldn't have been amended. I can double check. Um, in either case, it's possible to add one at the end of the meeting. So. Um, and Kristen, do we have a functional email address for the whole commission? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Renters Commission at a2gov.org. Renters Commission at a2gov.org. Gov.org. Okay, so okay. yeah, okay, it's come out here. Yeah, so if you ever have any questions, um, 
to the comment, uh, you know, the attendee here. Um, and for some reason, you're not able to make the, the public comment sessions, feel free to send an email to the email address um, and we'll be sure to answer it. Yes, that's a great way to get in contact with the whole um, commission and it's a great way to provide a lot of information um, to the whole commission. Um, so any comment received uh, would be provided to the board or to the commission ahead of time so they would have time to read it um, in advance of the meeting. So if provided soon enough. So. If there are no other items you'd like to discuss, um, we can go ahead and adjourn the meeting. Um, what time is it? 7.53. 7.53. Um, yes. Okay, so um, this meeting is adjourned. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Kristen. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Very grateful for your work. Okay. See you all at the next commission meeting, the full commission meeting, which is, I believe, on the 15th. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, next week. Next week, next Thursday. Okay. Um, great. Great. Thank you. Have a good night, everyone. Yep. You too. Take care, all. Mm -hmm.